Come on in to Margaret McSweeney's Kitchen for Kitchen Chat, where every week you'll meet chefs, cookbook authors, foodies, gourmets, and just plain people who love to eat. And along with laughter, chat, recipes, and stories about food, you'll sometimes also hear words of inspiration, love, and hope. As Margaret always says, kitchen chat is food for the senses and food for the soul. So grab a cup of coffee, put your feet up on a comfy chair, and get ready to spend a little time with Margaret and her friends. Hello, dear foodie friends, and welcome to Kitchen Chat. I'm your host, Margaret McSweeney. So excited to be here at the National Restaurant Show in the Viking Vignette with Little B, with my favorite foodie friend, Chef Jamie Larita. Always here. <laughs> and we're excited, so excited about our guest right now. You probably recognize him, all of you hockey fans out there. Daniel Carcillo, who is a Stanley Cup winner. Congratulations. And also is here today to share um, something special that he has started. Lots to chat about, but welcome to Kitchen Chat. Thank you for having me. Well, first of all, I have to admit, I think I've maybe been to one hockey game in my life. I am so sorry. I'm not <laughs> familiar with, with how all of that works. But uh, you are a hockey star, though. When when did that career begin? Um, it started pretty early, uh, originally from Canada. So um, when you're from Canada, you basically you're born with skates. So as soon as you can walk, you throw some skates on. And, right. uh, yeah, you have to <laughs> basically... Um, Everybody's playing minor hockey. Uh, it's very similar to how popular the NFL is here. And um, so just started down that path. And really, I was drawn to it because of, um, I really like the game as an emotional release. Um, and, uh, and really cherished my time on the ice. And when I went to the rink, um, I think that a lot of the tangible skills that I learned through the sport have transferred over into life uh, after the game. Um, so it's, uh, it's just a really great sport. I was very, very lucky to have played it for as long as I did, for 12 years professionally. And, um, again, just lucky to be on some really good teams, win two Stanley Cups here in Chicago with the Hawks. Um, <laughs> lost one to you guys in 2010 uh, when I was on Philly. What, is, what, so. is it, what does it feel like to, like, the moment you win something like that? I mean, are you just, like, is it surreal? Like, explain the feeling. Um, yeah, it's, it's hard to... It's hard to put into words. I mean, hockey is, is just about winning, yeah. right? It's about winning. Um, and you have a chance to do that pretty much every other day for 187 days over the course of a season. Um, and then you get into the playoff atmosphere. It's, it's two months of uh, every other day, go, 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 no rest. So it really is the biggest thing you'll hear is a grind. Um, so you have to stay mentally focused on the goal at hand no matter what happens. Part of the part. Right, <laughs> and uh, no matter if the momentum changes or um, you know you have one really bad game, you get blown out. Kind of scrap it and move on. You know, so it's um, yeah, hockey mimics life in a, in a really cool way, and uh, yeah, it, it's cool to be connected here. Um, something totally different that really. It uh, doesn't have much to do with hockey. Well, so. but it does because I can't imagine what you eat before mm-hmm. a hockey game. I mean, skating. How many miles have you skated in your life? I mean, for <laughs> that many. Quite a few, yeah. <laughs> now, games, you are burning between two and 3,000 calories. Mm. So uh, food does become a, a very big factor for us. And eating clean 
um, and uh, carb loading the night before, not necessarily on the game day. So you do learn a lot about nutrition, uh, especially being retired. Uh, you have to really watch what you put into your it's body. Almost, it's almost like, you know, I, I have a history for cooking for major rock stars and celebrities mm-hmm. and getting them on and off the stage. People like Madonna, Steven Tyler, people that are, are always dancing and moving and, you know, using a different, a different part of their body. Um, food is energy. And as far as what you do, it's a, it's a, it's a, I mean, when we talk about energy, it's, it's, it's a dangerous sport. Very dangerous sport. Very dangerous sport. Uh, Collision sport. Yeah. Right. Um, And and is, what is, because your nickname is Car Bomb. mm -hmm. Yeah. One of my, the way that they used to sell the NHL game was on hate and rivalries. And so one of my job coming up was to make guys like Patrick Kane and Jonathan Taves feel comfortable enough to play a skilled game and not have to worry about other guys like me on the on the team. So, um, yeah, one of my uh, prerequisites uh, was to um, make sure that nothing happened to those guys. Uh-huh. Watching yeah, over that, them. And have you, you said you were at one hockey game? Oh my goodness, this was many years ago, one or two, because I went to one in New York and one in Chicago, so I might have seen you play here in uh, Chicago, but it's it's a hard game for me to under, because it's so fast, Mm. and you have the puck going. (laughs) Live is, uh, and there's a lot of different rules, right, a lot of uh, intricacies to the game, but um, watching a hockey game live will definitely, I think, best serve you and draw you into the game a lot more than uh, the way that it translates on TV. Yes, no, that's exciting. Uh, it's like there's a lot of anxiety mm. when I'm at a hockey game, too. It's exciting, but there's a lot of anxiety because I feel everything. And it's like when I see these hockey players, you have to be not only light on your feet, you, you have to be mentally on point. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's just so, to me, it's like so aggressive. And I see you guys just like crashing into one another. And to me, it's just like, oh, I feel that. Yeah, it is. It's very aggressive, and a lot of guys leave the game with um, brain health issues, right. you know, to be pretty blunt. And that was a big reason why I started my 5-1-C-3 in Chapter 5, um, and a big reason why I kept the second Stanley Cup that I won here in Chicago. I uh, went to a bunch of actually different different restaurants. Um, yes, I remember it was funds. a cut. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Raised funds um, to start the foundation to better help athletes like me and like my friend Steve Monitor who really struggled in retirement and ended up losing his life. Um, you don't want to see that happen again to guys that, um, that are currently playing uh, today who I've played with. Um, so it's just about paving a new path for them to better assimilate back into real life because the life of an athlete is not the real world, not even close. So uh, there's a lot of things that, um, that go into Again, searching for a job, uh, getting the right type of health care, speaking to family members about um, possible mental health issues that this person who just lost their whole, basically their whole world and community, um, they're going to have a little bit of a fall off. So just understanding that, right? right? So you can be there for your loved one. And on Kitchen Chat, we always say charity begins in the kitchen. So mm. can you share with us the name of the foundation yes. and how the listeners and viewers can find you? And let's take a deeper dive into some of these issues that the professional really impacts so many people with head injuries. So just, just so the audience members know and we can get an understanding, do you personally suffer from these injuries? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah, I... Um I've I've had seven documented concussions, and 
Um, neurodegenerative diseases now um, are associated with repetitive head trauma in athletes and in veterans, and we're seeing that a lot, right? We're seeing uh, CTE, early onset dementia, early onset Alzheimer's. So that's a very real thing for me. Um, I don't buy into the neurodegenerative disease too much because um, I think that impacts me negatively. So what I have are brain injury symptoms, and uh, I know that there's treatment options for me. Um, so that's a big thing. Uh, what I'm doing now is just showing on my YouTube channel the different types of treatment so that there's hope that's provided so that you don't choose one of the um, mental health issues, the suicidal thoughts or suicidal ideation. And I think without hope, that's what guys turn to because I've had those thoughts. I've been in this position. And <clears throat> if I didn't have another treatment that I knew I haven't tried yet, I might choose that. Right? So it's about providing these different types of treatments for individuals, for females of domestic violence, for child abuse victims, for the veteran community, for firefighters, for police officers, and ultimately for athletes who are in the line of fire every single day participating in these collision sports and not being informed, like truly, truly informed about the risks of doing their job. So Chapter 5 Foundation is what I started. Um, you can go to chapter5foundation.com, find out more about it. Um, Daniel Carcillo 13 on Instagram, uh, Carbomboom13 on Twitter, um, and uh, and yeah, you can ask me anything you anything you'd like, and I'm pretty much an open book. I'll help um, connect brain injury survivors uh, who are actually interested in this type of information to uh, alternative healthcare providers. Yeah, I mean it just it's common sense with the way we see you guys play, mm. football players play, hockey players play. I mean that repetitive head trauma, like. It's got to do something. And from a young age, too. It started Especially younger. my age, yeah. Yes. So I was born in 1985. I'm 34 years old. People may think that's young, yeah, but yes. ultimately I was hitting at the age of four. Yeah. As soon as you can skate and you learn how to hit, you're hitting. It's like Pop Warner, right? You're seeing all these lawsuits against Pop Warner. I'm sure there's going to be the same type of thing against Hockey Canada and USA Hockey when they had kids like us. Um, they had this information about brain injuries. They didn't make us aware about it. And we started hitting at this very young age. Um, so again, through the foundation, just more education needs to be provided. It's not about not playing these sports because sports are really important, right? They're integral um, to society, in my opinion. And so it's about just being really well-informed. Kids aren't hitting at four anymore. They're hitting at 12 now because you were waiting for their neck muscles to develop so that they can inherently protect against these types of hits. Um, so if you're engaging on an, uh, in it on a professional level and you're my age and you've never been brought up with this type of information, you just need to get it out there. You need to get it to these guys, especially my friends, right? right. So, Daniel, is it, is it like, has the armor changed? in spite of this? Is, yeah, so the games the games actually gotten faster. The equipment's gotten lighter. Uh, nutrition and data tracking as far as training has gotten better. So okay. you're creating bigger, stronger athletes who are wearing lighter equipment and the ring size is still the same. You're not seeing the same like intent or malicious hits that you used to see where guys like me would go out and try to impose their will on other people to make them not finish the game. Right. Like that's how. That's a big way that we were taught. Take your opponent's will to even play away. As soon as they hesitate, you have them. Now it's more of a skill game. They've taken the hitting out, which is great, um, at a very young age, and it's score more goals than the other opponent. Right. Um, so, again, just um, educating, 
making sure that uh, fans take an active role. Uh, because if you're going to ingest this entertainment, in my opinion, you have a responsibility to make sure that these human beings are being treated properly as far as healthcare, right? So why not put a dollar to from every ticket? Have fans press the league to put a dollar from every ticket into a fund if the league doesn't want to do anything about brain injuries, right? Help these players out because the reality is without guys like me, there's no sport for you to go and watch. That is so right. true. Oh, I, and you're sharing such an important platform, and we so appreciate that. I'm curious, you mentioned that nutrition, health, food mm. uh, ties into this. Oh, Can yeah. You Big share time. with us a little bit more well, about how that has changed. Especially the recovery. Yes. Recovery, I've learned a lot about the gut brain axes um, that plays into if you're not eating the right types of foods, mm-hmm. uh, plays into anxiety, um, yeah, for depression. Sure. Um, a lot of people are talking about preventing Alzheimer's, dementia. That's going a little bit far, but you can definitely um, stave off these uh, neurodegenerative diseases if you're exercising and if you're eating properly. Um, so, Have you, have you um, educated yourself on like macrobiotics and things like that? I have, yeah. The probiotics, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So that's um, what I was trained as a macrobiotic chef. Nice. Um, and things like, you know, you wouldn't think, Margaret, but like carrots, beets, turnips, things that grow downward and underneath mm. the earth. Turmeric. Things that ground you, things mm. that keep you tight in your, you know, your feet in the ground and other things like spring onions, cilantro, celery that grow upward literally can change your energy mm. on a daily basis. So if you're feeling that anxiety or depression and you start eating against it, you literally can change your mood mm. and your energy by consuming things that are more rooted mm-hmm. or more sprung. That's a microbiome. It's pretty interesting. For sure. I mean, and inflammation, yeah. right? Inflammation in our gut, yep. <laughs> inflammation in our knee hurts, yep. right? Any type of inflammation. So what I'm on now is a really big kick as far as um, researching what reduces these inflammation levels. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like whenever I eat too much sugar before I go to bed, I, I feel terrible yeah. the next day, right? So I kind of do like little tests. All right, let's try this um, and let's see if this works and see how I feel in the morning. Yeah, there's a great book that I've always leaned on. Um, it's called Eating Right for Your Blood Type. Okay. It's the, uh, it's the book that um, I used when I was touring with the Red Hot Chili Peppers. Of course, I took the job thinking, yeah, I can follow that. No problem. How many, I mean, how many of them are going to be different blood types? They were all different. Oh, no. And so where one could eat one thing, the other couldn't. So I was just like having to cook all this different food to feed all of them. But it, it talks about inflammation. It talks about all the things that we're discussing. It's one of my favorite books. And we should try to have the author on Kitchen yes. Chat one day. It's changed my life and it's changed the lives of others. Just for example, like I'm A negative. We both are A negative. Do you know yes. your blood type? I don't. So you find out your blood type, okay. it will change your world. Okay. And for example, meat is really hard for me to digest because right. I don't have a lot of acid in my blood. Those that like an O uh, or um, a B, they have a lot more acid that can break down meats. So what I'm saying is that a negative, like we are, yes. um, we, we should be vegetarian <laughs> because we don't have a lot of that acid that other people do. So that's why I have a lot of acid reflux when I do eat a lot of meat because my body is over, over exercising to try to get rid of it. Try to break it down. Makes total sense. Yeah, I mean, like people changing their diet but not actually looking at 
their blood type or um, the contents in their stomach and how they're working with, say, gluten. Yeah. Could be eating gluten and you're gluten intolerant. It's amazing right? what food so. is. Food is food is magic, and it also could be poison to some individuals. Right, yeah. right. You know, so finding out what your blood type is really, really important. Mm. And I've literally seen the change in the artists that I've worked with yeah, yeah, and yeah. the sports people that I... Your energy. Yeah, it changes, it changes yeah. everything. Right. Even the color of your skin. For sure. The skin tone. You can tell when somebody's more vibrant and is like more up, you know, and, and you can feed and to that, to that, to that energy. It's pretty interesting. Nice. It's awesome. Fair. I mean, do you know of any, uh, can I ask Oh, of course, please. No, this is a chat. Any, yeah, for sure. Do you know of any, um, doctors or, or any people working in this space that have looked at, say, for example, the link between, um, you've mentioned anti-inflammatory, but have they looked at specifically what to eat, say, when recovering from a brain injury? I know omega-3 is a really good, magnesium, yeah. but you know, um, I'm sure has anybody that, looked at that yet? Yeah, I'm sure they have. Okay. And it's like something that I can't exactly quote right now. Right, right, right. I'll look into that for you as yeah, well. Yeah, yeah, maybe we because, can look into it. Yeah, because I think it's it's something that, if not, it's an opportunity too. Yes. Well, creating something, right, yeah. for brain yes. injury survivors. I mean, that's a big thing I do. Everybody thinks that you go get an MRI and a CT scan. <laughs> you can't see a concussion on an MRI or a CT scan. And if you're having depression or anxiety, these mental health complications that are linked to brain injuries, and you tell a doctor that, and he's not a neurologist or a functional neurologist, he's gonna prescribe you an antidepressant. Absolutely. Or a Xanax for the anxiety. So now, concussion is a chemical imbalance. Now you're putting a chemical on a chemical imbalance. Crazy. Wow. Crazy. So I implore people to just protocol, right? Know your protocol and know where to go. Um, and again, like know what to eat, omega-3s. And so, I mean, it could be a really interesting, yeah, my yeah, mind's no, kind of yeah. buzzing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. fun. You, you never know. You never know what's going to be the next moment to change your life and this could be yeah. it on cbd i mean a lot of people i don't know if people are cooking with cbd they are okay they are. i mean that's one of the the best natural anti-inflammatories on the market right um i just so, gave yeah. some to my dog this morning perfect there you go he's been limping on, yeah on one leg. you should but, but i mean uh, i've been taking cbd for a month now and like have felt have felt really really good oh good really good okay. um as far as like waking up just my energy levels. Obviously, there's good and bad days, but I've had more good days. Um, we could go. We could, yeah, we go, could go in depth. Yeah, sure. yeah. even the way you cook, Margaret. When it comes to like macrobiotics, yeah, the way you've got to you be cook, careful the temperature, right? Even even like boiling uh, versus simmering, mm. roasting, um, and and baking things. For example, aggressive energy right. on a food product, and then consuming that energy, mm. that microwave energy, or that broiling energy. Right may be dialing it back to a simmer energy right. is better for you. Oh. It's oh. super, super it's in, in depth, there. right? I mean, yeah. it's all, everything matters, everything folks. Well, I'm hoping the two of you can collaborate on some yeah. kind of menu. A protocol, some this, type of protocol, protocol about like what to eat yes. immediately following a brain injury, you know? Everybody thinks yeah. it's these supplements. I mean, there's really no supplement out there that can it's number one protect you or number two I mean it's your brain right it's your it's your it's your computer yeah. you know yes. it's like having it's like having a a computer virus right. oh, yeah. you know yeah. and not knowing that's, how to fix it that's a great imagine analogy you, yeah. I mean imagine Absolutely. if yeah if your executive function I mean one of the things that they look at at these at these uh, brain injury clinics is your gait so your gait is just how you're walking and then they'll ask you to say the alphabet uh, every other word 
So you're using different regions of your brain and executive function, and they're looking at that. If you trip up and your right arm becomes slower than your left as you're saying every other letter, they know something's wrong with that cognitive function with actually moving, right? So they'll delve into that, and they'll make a protocol to wake that part of your brain up, stimulate that area of your brain, build new neurological pathways around your dead neurons, and then all of a sudden your gate, you're on, and your problem solving is on. So you're talking about brain health. Brain health operates everything. So why, why isn't there a gym that does this type of vision training for high operators like you? For people like me, where this vision training has been shown to reverse the signs of dementia, early onset dementia. So there's a lot of really cool That's stuff, man. That yeah, is, that is there's a lot of really cool yeah, stuff sure. that we're working on. Especially so. in sport training, like to, to, to raise awareness at a very early age and feed to strengthen your immunity and and the the things that we learn from our mistakes in our past to create a brighter future for these kids. And that's what you're doing by bringing awareness to the subject. That's what we're trying to do, yeah, right? Just take care of your brain. I mean, the reality is once you have brain damage, you are damaged. You know, there's no research to suggest right now that... um, can't make your dead neurons alive again. That's the reality, right? Are, we're placid enough to build these new pathways, but I'll, it takes a lot of this, and it takes a lot of work, right? It's not, there, there's never going to be, in my opinion, um, a pill bottle that I can open up or a shake. So it takes putting in the work, researching about food, nutrition, getting great sleep, um, and all these things have been shown to help, right? Um, to optimize a human, and what are we? What are we trying to do? Right, we're trying to be the best that we can be. Absolutely, so. and you have a garden, right? You like to yeah, garden. I do. So yeah, me and my it... wife have a big garden, and uh, yes. yeah, I'm actually um, got a. Uh, yeah, we're looking into some other things. We're looking into. Um, I just recently got my hemp license, so I'm going to grow my own medicine. Um, uh, I plan on giving it to a university to study. Um, because I want to look into not only CBD, but there's CBG. There's other cannabinoids that the um, Israeli military has been using um, to give to their uh, military veterans uh, who've been injured in war to help reduce the inflammation in their brain. So if these people have been doing it, and they've been doing it progressively for 30 years, those are the studies that I want to look into and try to um, try to bring some of that here, you know, in a healthy manner. Yes. You know? So. Very fascinating. Oh. <laughs> There's so much, man. Yeah, yeah, there really is. Thank you so much, Daniel, for being on Kitchen Chat and for all that you do with your organization. If someone is listening or watching right now that might have been quietly suffering, because mm-hmm. I hear that you really suffer in silence mm-hmm. from a brain injury, can you share some words of encouragement of with course. that person? Yeah. Um, so uh, brain injuries are tough. Um, and yeah, for me, I felt like I, I, I have a new normal every time I wake up now, right? Um, acceptance for me is really big, uh, and I think it could work for you because if you're always trying to fight and claw for that person that you, um, that you have an image of, you, I, I implore you to just let that go and that there is a lot of hope moving forward as far as um, moxa acupuncture, neuroplasticity, uh, functional neurology, functional medicine, um, there's cranial sacral, there's reflexology if you get stressed. There are so many different avenues that I've found uh, that have helped me and that have been a placebo effect. So 
um, keep moving forward. You can follow me on social, reach out to me. If anybody's having a difficult time, DM me. I, I get back to everybody. And um, yeah, just, just keep the faith and, and don't lose hope. There are a ton of, um, of different types of, of treatments that can help improve your quality of life. Wow. Thank you so much, Daniel. And yes, just don't suffer in silence. I hope you will use his resources that he has out there Mm. and stay encouraged. Thank you so much for sharing your hope on Kitchen Chat. And thank you, Jamie. And thank you, dear foodie friends, for joining us here at the National Restaurant Show. Always remember to take a moment and savor the day. Thanks for joining Margaret for Kitchen Chat today. Margaret would be so excited for you to drop by and visit with her at kitchenchat.info, where you'll enjoy podcasts, blogs, recipes, tips from chefs, and even great giveaways. She invites you to share your recipes and kitchen stories, too. As Margaret always says, savor the day.